0: Today we have a story time of probably one of the worst teachers I've ever heard of. This teacher has an agenda and actually fails students because they're not overweight and tries to sell her own books in class constantly. This is a pretty crazy teacher story that I know you'll enjoy, so sit back, relax, subscribe if you're new to the channel, and let's jump into this story. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted today's story Nate. So anyways, this was the first day of seventh grade. And uh, you know, on the first day of class, you go and you see all the new teachers and all the new classes and all the new students in your classes. It's a very exciting time, but it also is a little stressful, and it's also the time where you'll basically scout out and probably make it a pretty good educated guess on how difficult your classes are going to be, and who's, which teachers are going to be the, you know, the difficult teachers. So yeah, let's jump right into it. On the first day, Nate goes into his English class, and he sees the teacher, and she has a short uh, blue hair, right? She has a big flowery skirt on and she's on the somewhat larger side. There's nothing necessarily wrong with this. In fact, I, I think uh, larger people on the internet get way too much hate. However, if you're telling people that, you know, obesity is extremely healthy and that you would fail them in class if they're skinny, like this teacher will, just stick around, then maybe that's not the greatest thing to say. Anyways, though, everyone sits down, and the teacher's waiting for people, and she says, all right, class, welcome to English 115 or whatever. Today we'll be, like, or in this class, we'll be uh, researching literature and having class discussions and kind of goes through the very basic whatever. On the very first day, Nate didn't get any really obvious red flags except in the last five minutes of class. So the last five minutes of class, the teacher says... Oh, and by the way, besides the required texts and readings that you have been assigned and will have to buy, let me point you to my personal store. Yeah, the teacher literally starts advertising her own personal store in the middle of class. So this teacher did a lot of her own research, um, and this isn't like an academic that does research at like at some uh, school or institution, because normally academic research needs to be peer reviewed. It needs to be checked over by a lot of people. No, this was her own personal research. And on the store, because she went to the link, she said, okay, on our like little class, because there was like a, they used Canvas. I don't know if you guys know what Canvas is. It's basically a nice uh, place to, or, or not a nice place. It's a terrible, scary place. But it's a place that organizes classes really well, and she said on our canvas page, here is a link to my store, and sure enough, there was a link to the store. So the teacher, and in in goes on the projector and uh, clicks the link or airplays or whatever, clicks the link to her store, and starts like browsing and showing off all the stuff that they could buy. First of all, I'm pretty sure this has to go against some kind of terms of serve terms of service, some kind of rule for a teacher, uh, and maybe and it definitely was a little bit unethical because. While she didn't explicitly say, students who buy stuff from my store will receive better grades, she somewhat kind of alluded to it. And one of the most, like the number one bestseller, according to her, maybe it sold zero books, but, you know, number one place at zero, (laughs) I don't know, was a book or a research paper type book type thing that was talking about how obesity is actually the healthiest body, like standard for your body and that everything else... Is not just unhealthy, but unethical. And uh, it was a quote unquote research paper, but she didn't do research. So it was peer reviewed uh, basically by herself and like her one Twitter follower. Yeah, so uh, look, I'm not a scientist and I definitely have not done research, but I will say that probably most people can agree that, you know, obesity is not the healthiest state to be in. I will say that, you know, different bodies can handle different, you know, levels of weight and still be healthy. Just because you have more weight on you than another person doesn't necessarily mean that you're less healthy. It really is a case-by-case situation. However, I think we can all agree, or at least in my opinion, we should all agree, that obesity is definitely not associated with peak in ideal health, and that you should definitely not be telling people that they should be obese and not being obese is unethical. I think we can all agree to this. But basically, Nate was, like, thinking that this class was gonna be totally normal until the last five minutes when the teacher shows off and basically... basically highly and strongly encourages them to buy from her store, and her store... it's not just the fact that she wants, you know, her students to buy from her store, it's the fact that she was basically alluding that you would receive a better grade if you did buy from her store. That's definitely where things got really messed up. Anyways, though, let's go a couple weeks in a class. So the teacher would have a few more red flags, a few more really strange things, and Nate and his friends, like, took a deep dive into her store, and apparently it was, like, one of the craziest things ever. Like, not just a paper saying that obesity is healthy and not being obese was unethical, but there was a whole, like, a whole, like, a whole thing, right? It was a rabbit hole. Like, she literally made a book, like, a book that you could purchase, which was just a compilation of her tweets. Like, she literally said, you can buy a book that is just, like, going on twitter.com and printing out every single one of her tweets as a new page in the book. Uh... Probably this was not a great selling one, like this one probably didn't receive number one, Amazon's number one most-selled book of all time ever award. And if it did, it was probably issued by the teacher herself. But for a little while, there were only a few red flags, a few weird things that she would say. For example, she would like, this for some reason there was text that she had them read, And it was describing, you know, it was like describing a character and it was like a novel or whatever. So it was describing a character. And the whole point of reading this was to look at like, okay, look how this author uses words well, or is known for being a good writer. How does he describe whatever? Right. And I think the character like that was being described happened to be like you know muscular or something i think they were describing some lumberjack and in the text it was like and in walks like the i'm not going to do a good job but basically describes his physical appearance and that's when the teacher drops a little bit like this guy must be extremely unhealthy by the way he's being described only healthy people are like 400 pounds or up and everyone's like bro what? everyone kind of like pauses for a second but this, this teacher doesn't miss a beat, she keeps going, and she keeps talking as if she didn't just say one of the craziest things ever. But other than a few small things like this, nothing too bad for Nate. However, it's about to get really, really bad. Yeah, so anyways, let's go about a couple weeks later after this point. So... The first couple weeks were really just reading text and understanding what makes good writing. And this teacher actually was quite good at English. She was quite a good writer. She, uh, you know, understood what made good writing. I'm not trying to completely discredit the teacher, at least in those professional manners. However, I think the rest is pretty damning. Anyways, so this was their first time to have an actual writing assignment. And so they, you know, they write up a paper and there are certain requirements... Like there were certain, uh, you know, you had to follow certain grammatical rules. You would be judged on how how well you described the characters, all this kind of stuff. Because you were tasked to write your own, your very own little short story. And so, you know, Nate and other people in the class wrote their stories, whatever, they submitted it. And the thing about Canvas is you're allowed to see the spread of your grades. Basically, what I mean by this is if you click on your grade in Canvas, at least on the mobile version that I found, you can see the high, the low and the average. So you can see what the average score on the test is. You can also see what the highest score and the lowest score. So anyways, grades come out and Nate gets the notification on his phone. He was fairly confident in his, uh, you know, his test or his paper, or whatever. I'm not saying that Nate expected to get an A plus on his first paper in a class. In fact, I found a lot of English teachers will almost lowball you on the first paper so that there's like really clear room for you to improve because they just love to see a student improve, which I understand every st- every teacher wants to see a student improve. But even if a student comes in and gives A work, I feel like on the first paper, quite often teachers will just give you a lower grade and just, just so you can get a higher grade later on, which whatever, right? But uh, Nate receives a very scary score. Nate receives a 54%. So Nate was kind of expecting this teacher, you know, to maybe have higher standards, maybe to be a tough grader, but not this man. Like, this is insane. So Nate immediately checks Canvas and sees that the average was like a 62. So he feels a little bit better, knowing that everyone did really poorly, but he starts texting his friends because, you know, his friends in his class, because this is a pretty alarming grade to get. At least for Nate, he was definitely used to getting Bs and As in his English classes, because he was at least a decent writer. He wasn't the greatest writer ever, but you kind of didn't need to be the greatest writer. You didn't have to be Shakespeare to get an A and like, high school English or middle school English, right? You don't need, a, you don't need to be a, a, a perfect writer to do that. So he was talking with his other friends and they were all like, yeah, it's really strange. She's like super strict. We don't totally know why. So they get in the class and the teacher says, hello class, like welcome back. I hope you had a good time, whatever. I like, you know, I understand that some of you may or may not be disappointed with the grades that you received, which yeah, Obviously, bro, you gave people like 40%, 50%. People are not going to be happy with a fail. Oh, I'm really, I'm really happy with my fail. I thought I was going to get a fail, but instead I got a fail. So I'm really happy about that. Like, said nobody ever. So yeah, yeah, no S, Sherlock. People aren't happy. So anyway, she's like, so I've decided to make little write-ups for each of you um, just to ta- say how you can improve, and you can improve your scores. So the teacher started walking around, handing the stuff out. And, uh, you know, in most, in most cases, what would you expect to see on this? Maybe grammar, right? Your grammar was really bad. I care a lot about grammar. Um, I will help you improve. And if you improve your grammar, your grade will increase dr- dra- dramatically, right? Maybe the storytelling wasn't that good. Read these stories and try to emulate their style until you come up with your own style. And then your grade will improve. Uh, you may not expect to see, um, you are kind of like ignoring my, you are, you are being offense. Okay, this is like, how did she say it exactly? Uh, the story time I received from Nate, basically he said that she said, you know, it is less about your writing and more about you as a writer. You got a grade because of you as a writer and not because of your writing. And Nate, when he saw this, was a little bit confused, so he went on to read the next line. Yeah, so after the line saying that, you know, you received the grade not for your writing, but because who you are as a writer, the next line basically said, as a writer, you must embody, you know, good values and good health. So when Nate, like, read this, he was, like, really just taken aback. Obviously, maybe he should have seen this coming knowing the published work that this teacher was selling on their website. But then the note went on to go on to say that until you become until you become like you you physically embody good morals and ethics, like I cannot justify a good grade on your writing, as I think being a writer and your writing is really connected. She then goes on to specify that basically Nate will have to become obese. <laughs> This is like the crate. This is so weird, bro. This is so weird. I'm glad that I had normal teachers in high school, bro. I'm glad I had normal teachers. Today's secret word of the day is teacher. not that creative, I know, but whatever. So comment teacher down below if you made it this far into the video. And while you're down there, check out the pinned comment as there's a link to my Spotify page in which you can listen to these stories as podcasts on Spotify and help me out doing that. And also, there's a link to my second channel which I read stories like this. However, instead of reading stories that you guys submit, I I read stories from across the web and mostly from Reddit. So go subscribe to that channel as it's a lot smaller and it would help out a lot if you did subscribe. Anyways, though, so uh, Nate, when he reads this, is just like, what? Like, Nate assumes that he must've like, okay, I must've misread something. There's no way that I read this correctly. Maybe she's speaking about um, like how to like, uh," Nate's trying to justify what he just read. He's like, no, 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 I'm just gonna read it again. He reads it again, and sure enough, it says basically along the lines of, I'm grading you as a writer, not just your writing. And if you aren't obese, then I can't justify giving you a good grade because not only is it not healthy, but it goes against, you know, my moral and ethics system. So Nate was not the only one to have to get this as a response. And about like a minute after like the teacher went around handing back these responses, so many hands went up, right? I think people read it in, like, 30 seconds, but they needed to wait at least a minute to two minutes before they actually said anything because they needed to reread it to make sure that they didn't read it wrong and embarrass themselves by saying something completely ridiculous. So after everyone actually realized that what they read was what they read, a lot of, like, half the class's hands shoot up immediately. And the teacher's like, oh, looks like we have a lot of questions. So Nate doesn't raise his hand because if he, Nate has a feeling that other people had similar issues and that they would probably cover the issues that he had. So sure enough, this kid is like, what do you mean by I need to become obese to get a good grade? Like, is this a joke? So the teacher looks and is like, thank you, Ben. We're gonna call the guy who raised his hand and said that. We're gonna call him Ben. So she's like, thank you, Ben, for bringing that up. No, in fact, like you guys are actually have been at Like society would make you think that that's a crazy thing to say. Yes, dude. Let me just say something. A little side tangent. If you ever find yourself saying society in a sentence, please check yourself. Maybe it is like the right thing to say in that sentence. But whenever someone is like, blah, 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 Could because society, dude. I don't know. I just can't take the sentences seriously. But anyway, she's like, "Yes, Nate or Ben. I totally understand why you'd say that, and it's not your fault. It's not your fault, Ben. It's not your fault. She was trying to have that. Oh, what's that movie called? That's really good. That has uh, Robin Williams in it. He's like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Is trying to do, like, one of those moments, but instead of, like, an actual good situation where that would make sense. It's not your fault that you believe that me saying that I won't give you a good grade unless you're literally clinically obese is a, is bad. It's not your fault. It's society's fault. She then goes on to kind of elaborate what she was trying to say. She was trying to say that she believes that writing something very like floofy she said something like kind of like one of these kind of like dumb writer english teacher things that just don't make a lot of sense she basically said you know the writer and their writing it's not two separate entities it's interconnected i like don't see them separately like i attach the writer to the writing i think they flow between each other which uh yeah dude technically right like yes the writer wrote the piece that you're reading yes that is true i guess but basically basically she's like And i can't give out a grade like i my grades are holistic combinations of both and i can't give out a good grade if it's a bad writer even if the writing is good she's really trying to justify one of the craziest goofiest things ever but anyway she's like yeah i can't get give out a good grade if the writer isn't good and the thing is guys if you read my work and then she starts to get a little snappy with them which is pretty bold in my opinion but she starts to get a little snappy being like if you actually read my work um or bought my books you would realize that i hold this position very dearly and that i have plenty of research to back it up if you guys remember earlier i said that her research was literally just um you know peer-reviewed by her (laughs) which means it's not even research at all sourced by her written by her etc right so she was like, yeah, if you guys actually bother to read my research, a.k.a. buy my stuff from my personal store, you would realize I had this, like, conviction, right? So, obviously, all the kids were not really happy with this. Um, and after class, because they didn't want to fight with her in class because they kind of realized, you know, there's just, just, like, some people in life where it's just not worth fighting with them because you know that they will never... And I mean never change their mind about anything. And you know what? Some people, unfortunately, just be lost causes, bro. Like, that's just kind of how it is. And sometimes you got to, like, you don't want, you, you just can't fight it out with them. So I think most people in the class realize that we, it would be a lost cause to try and fight with a teacher on this. So after class, um, all, like, all the people in the class kind of stop outside the classroom. And, like, Nate and all the other guys are like, look, we need to do something about this. So they all get together and they all make sure that they have the pieces of paper that you know it's written down, like exact reasons for why they did poorly. They basically got like you know she got caught red-handed. Not even caught red-handed. She literally painted her hands her, her hands red and like look catch me guys. Like she made this really easy, which is kind of funny. But uh, anyways, so they gather all their papers and they head their way up. They head all the way up to the principal's office. And, you know, it's a huge group of kids show up to the principal's office. So it obviously gets, you know, the principal's attention. So the principal's like, okay, guys, come on in. What's the problem? What seems to be the issue here? And one of the kids explains the situation. And the principal, I think understandably, kind of questions this because, you know, kids aren't always the most truthful. And sometimes even when kids are trying to be truthful, their interpretation of what is actually happening is skewed because they don't have the right context. However, they had all the right context here, and in fact, their interpretations were not skewed at all. And uh, that's when they showed the principal the evidence, which was pretty damning. I kind of got her, and the principal's like, wow, I don't know how to react to this. And they also made sure to add in that, in the very beginning of class, that she was, like, selling stuff on her store, and that she linked it on the Canvas page, and that she basically encouraged kids, if they wanted a better grade, to go buy her stuff. So obviously the principal factor that in is like, whoa, this is like really serious. Um, If you're lying to me, this is a big deal. And they're like, no, we're not lying to you. And some of them were kind of afraid that the teacher would have completely denied it as maybe the teacher was starting to realize, oh, maybe I'm in the wrong here, right? And I might get fired for this, even if I don't think I'm in the wrong here. So the kids were a little bit nervous, but the principal went and interviewed the teacher. And uh, what must have happened was that the teacher assumed that her logic was correct because uh here's the thing a couple days later kids come in because the weekend they come in from the weekend and they have a substitute teacher in english class and they obviously ask the substitute teacher where's our normal teacher and the substitute teacher's like i don't know i'm just a sub so what happened was the teacher never came back they got a permanent substitute after a little while and what must have happened was that the teacher must have been like confronted by the principal the principal was probably like oh there's obviously a misunderstanding here. Ha ha ha, can you just help me clear this up? And the teacher must have been like, nope, no misunderstanding. I failed these students because they weren't clinically obese. And the principal was probably just like, heh,